0: Hello everyone, this is Javi Bauman. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. My story began with a dream. My story is clear proof that there really is another world out there where the only things that matter are Torah, mitzvos, and Kedusha. Parshas Vayeshev 10 years ago, I went to take a nap Shabbos afternoon and I had a very interesting dream. I dreamt that my brother who was 27 and single at the time came to me in a dream. And standing near him was a man with a long beard and pace who looked very saintly. But I did not recognize this man. Suddenly he turns to me and he says, Chavi, you must learn the Sefer, Oz V'Hadar Levusha. I responded to this man, "Oz V'Hadar Levusha? Everyone knows that's the strictest Tznih Sefer today around. I cannot learn that Sefer. He looked deeply into my eyes and said, You must learn the Sefer. In the next moment, I was up, my heart was pounding, and I was in a cold sweat. And I told myself, oh, oh, it's just a silly dream. I am not thinking about this dream. But it was eerie, and somehow I could not get it out of my mind. The next day was Sunday, and that morning I decided to go have breakfast with my mother, who lives a five-minute drive from my house. As we're sipping our coffees in her kitchen, suddenly the brother, who had appeared to me in the dream, strolled into the kitchen. And as soon as I saw him, I said, Shy I had the weirdest dream on Shabbos. I said, you came to me in a dream, and you were standing near a man. And I begin to describe the man. Suddenly, I look at my brother, and his face turned ash white like a ghost. He looked like he was going to faint. He said, "Havi, what? Describe this man again. What time did you have this dream? He began to hammer me with questions. Finally, I said, Shai, what is it? He said, Javi, you're not going to believe this, but this man that you're describing, I have no idea who he is either. He also came to me in a dream Shabbos afternoon. My brother looked at me and he said, Javi, things like this don't happen to regular people. We were both quite shaken, but didn't know quite what to do. Fast forward a couple hours later that day. My mother called me up. She said, Javi, I got a message on our answering machine. There, there is an Asifa tonight. For women, and it's an, it's a for the skalana rebbe's son who's very ill. Would you like to go with me? I had been cooped up in the house with my children that day and had a long, hard day. I said, "You know what, Ma? I'm going to get a babysitter. Let's go." I literally felt that Hashem had led me by the hand that night to this event because this was out of character for either me or my mother to have done. Although I love to go to shiurim, I am not a night person, and this is not not something that we had ever done together. I got a babysitter, and we walk into the hall where this asifa is to be taken place. And right at the door, at the entrance, was a large table. And on this table, they were selling, in piles and piles and piles, the sefer, oz v'hadr, lavusha. My mother and I look at each other in awe, She quickly purchases me a book, and we sit down. What was this event, ladies? This was a Tzniah's event. Had I known what this event was, I probably never would have gone. This is how Hashem had led me to this event. I thought it was about women who survived the Holocaust, because my mother had not caught the name of the Asifa somehow on the machine. And so we sat down, and the first speaker that evening was Rep. Esther Bick from Bar Park, and this is how she began the shir. She said, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zanenfeld proclaimed before his patira that the last Nisayon before the coming of Mashiach, the final battle before the Geula will come, will be the Nisayon of Tznias. And this time my mother and I look at each other and we both burst into tears. For we are Enaklech, we are great-grandchildren of Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zanenfeld. And in all my life I had never heard this quoted from him. At this point, I understood it was clear to me. I had been led here by Hashem, and I was ready to hear what was going to be said. And at this point in my life, Tznius was something that was not on the radar, and it was not something that I was working on. And I really struggled with it. After the Asifa, my mother and I both went over to the Skalana Rebbe's daughter, who had arranged this Asifa for her brother, who was deathly ill. She said, Rebbe, listen, the Hashkacha protest, how we got here tonight, it makes no sense. My daughter and I never go out to Shurim together at night. My son had such a dream. My daughter had such a dream. Can you please ask your father, the Holy Skalana rebbe zatzal? Now, who was this man who came to my son? Who was this man who came to my daughter? What do these dreams mean? She took down all the details on paper. She was floored. She said, Mrs. Samet, I will get back to you. And a couple of days later, she called my mother and she said, I spoke to my father, the Skalena Rebbe, and this is what he says. The dreams that your children had were real and true. And whatever your children were told in their dreams has to be taken very seriously. The man who came to your son and the man who came to your daughter in the dreams was definitely a great Zeda, a great grandfather from a previous generation. People think that when people are nifter, they go to Olam Haba, and our connection with them is over. We continue living life down here. They are up there, and we sort of feel like there's no connection anymore, says the Skalana Rebbe. Grandparents, great-grandparents, and certainly parents, maintain a very strong kesher and connection with their children and grandchildren through Doros, and that that they know exactly what is going on in this world. The mitzvos and masam tovim we do down here give them tremendous simcha and joy in shamayim. Yet on the flip side, when they see us veering from the path of the Torah, they can also experience a lot of pain. The Skalena Rebbe finished off by saying, This was a big zachus. You had someone from the Olama Emes come and give you musr. You have a mitzvah to be mefarsim, this story. From the Olama Emes to give you musr, this is unusual and it's a big zachus. You have a mitzvah to be mefarsim, this story. We have a mitzvah to publicize this story. And so we went home. And we looked through pictures. It took us about a month to figure out who was this man. Being an of Rabbi Yosef Chaim Sonnenfeld, his picture hung in our home, and I knew what he looked like, and I knew it was not him. After my Zadie was nifter, my mother inherited a box of old photos, and she went through it. And one day she showed a picture to my brother, and he said, oh, Ma, this is the man from my dream! When she showed it to me, she did not tell me that my brother had already identified the picture. And as soon as I took one look, I burst into tears. I said, Mommy, oh my goodness, this is the man from my dream. And ladies, who was this man? He was the son-in-law of Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zanenfeld. His name was Reb Shmuel Hillel Shanker, my great-great-grandfather, whom I never knew, but apparently knew me very well. I had not known it at the time, but I was about to embark on a journey that was going to change my life forever.